After being quested to reunite the child with its own kind, the Mandalorian leaves his bounty hunting days behind him in order to find a Jedi that will properly care for and train the child. So last year, I complained that season one of The Mandalorian lacked an overarching story. Even though I really enjoyed the series, I wasn't quite sure if The Mandalorian was heading in any particular direction, or if it just wanted to be more of an anthological show exploring the weekly adventures of this Mandalorian character. And while either approach would have been fine, I was pleasantly surprised to see that season two found more of a happy middle ground. The show is still definitely about the weekly adventures of the Mandalorian, but now there is this loose narrative thread of trying to find a Jedi that connects every episode together. So if Mando ends up slaying a dragon, facing off against giant ice spiders, meeting the rightful heir to his own people, or destroying Imperial science facilities, at the end of the day, he's still trying to reunite his surrogate son with his own kind. Now, a lot of people have actually compared the narrative of season two of that of a video game, and I would say that's a pretty fair assessment. In nearly each episode, the Mandalorian needs something, be it a physical object, a piece of information, or a location, and in order to get what he needs, he has to go on a side quest and help out somebody else in return. And while I found this structure to be a little repetitive, I didn't mind it because it acted as a springboard that allowed each weekly adventure to take place. However, I've seen people online complaining that this structure makes certain episodes feel like filler. But I would argue that's not necessarily true. At the end of each episode, Mando gets one step closer to fulfilling his goal of finding a Jedi. And along the way, we as an audience learn something new, whether that be about Mando himself, Baby Yoda, a new character, or Star Wars lore in general. So filler isn't exactly the word that I would use here, because if you want to know how Mando got from point A to point B, then you need to watch every individual episode. Episode. This isn't like a TV sitcom like The Office or anything where you can just plop on any random episode and understand exactly what is going on. So while I admit that certain episodes do inherently feel more important than others, I can't deny that the episodic nature of the show harkens back to the idea that Star Wars was based on Flash Gordon and old school western serials in the first place. Plus, I really enjoy how each episode has its own unique personality. John Favreau, Peyton Reed, Bryce Dallas Howard, Carl Weathers, Dave Filoni, Robert Rodriguez, and Rick Famuyiwa all have their own distinctive voices in their directorial style, and their own personal flavor shines through in their respective episodes. So allowing each episode to feel different just made the season all the more memorable. Compare this to the Netflix Marvel shows, for example. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage were all met with critical acclaim when they first came out, but I've never felt the need to go back and re-watch any of those shows, even though I remember really loving Daredevil. And that's because those seasons play out like one long 13-hour movie. It's hard to distinguish one episode from the other. 
Whereas with The Mandalorian, I know exactly which episode is which. If I want to watch the episode with Ahsoka, or Boba Fett, or Bill Burr, or Luke freaking Skywalker, I know exactly which episode to play. See, The Mandalorian is a show that really isn't concerned with its own destination, because the journey itself that these characters embark on is the most important part of the story. So, for how simple this series is, narratively speaking, it's still really damn good. I love this show. Even though I've come to accept that The Mandalorian will never be as complex and as intricate as Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones in its prime, because it just doesn't contain the same amount of depth, this show is just a lot of fun. And you can totally tell that the filmmakers involved were having fun as well, bringing their favorite aspects of the Star Wars universe into their respective episodes. Oftentimes, while watching the show, I felt like the writers and directors were letting their inner child loose. They were akin to children playing with their favorite Star Wars toys, and just being able to watch them play and have fun put a big stupid smile on my face. Because watching the show reminded me of my own childhood and the toys that I used to play with. So The Mandalorian can be appealing to everyone, whether you're new to Star Wars, or an original trilogy fan, or a prequel era fan, or a Clone Wars fan, or a fan of the books, or even a fan of the old expanded universe which is no longer canon, there is something in this show that you can enjoy. And that very concept speaks to the idea that Star Wars is for everyone. It's generational. So thank god this show came out when it did. In a year where theaters are struggling because there aren't any new movies, Favreau and company gave people something fun and exciting to watch each and every week. The Mandalorian brought people together, and it even unified Star Wars fans, which is an impressive accomplishment to be proud of because seeing as how just one year ago, most fans were left sour after the release of The Rise of Skywalker. Now, I know The Mandalorian isn't a perfect show. As I said earlier, it does lack a certain amount of depth, the narrative is a little simplistic and repetitive, the practical effects are sometimes a little janky, the CGI isn't always convincing, crew guys can be seen in certain shots, the dialogue can be quite wooden, and although the acting has actually improved a lot since the first season, the show overall does lack a certain cinematic feel that is present in the films. But all of those imperfections just harken back to the spirit of the original Star Wars. The Mandalorian feels like what Star Wars should be. Fun and simplistic. Playful and nostalgic. Weird, but grounded by characters that we care for. And this show is anchored by the relationship of Din Djarin and Baby Grogu. They are the heart and soul of this series. The Mandalorian is all about their zany adventures together, but the show is cemented by their growth as characters. So even though Season 2 contained a lot of fan service and legacy Star Wars characters, those characters and fan service moments never overshadowed Din and Grogu. And that's because Season 1 of The Mandalorian did a lot of heavy lifting and got us to care about their characters. 
Now, I don't want Mandalorian to become the new hub where Lucasfilm tests out all of their potential spin-off shows, and that's only because I want Mandalorian to stand on its own and stay focused. I don't think it's bad to see some familiar faces from time to time, as long as Mando himself is the star of this series. I want all of the other Star Wars shows to have their own distinct flavor and aesthetic, because even though Mandalorian has its DNA rooted in the first half of the original film, it still has a unique personality of its own. And for that, I would likely give Season 2 of The Mandalorian 3.5 out of 5 stars. Thanks for listening.